Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello. Hi. Hello. This is Here's a Crazy Story, a podcast from the Overtake where we tell crazy true stories. I'm Robin. I'm Abby. I'm Rick. You jumped straight in there then. Yeah, oh, I good. looked at you and I was like, was he No, ready? I'm going for it. Yeah, yeah. If you if you show even a moment's weakness, yeah. Then, go pounce yeah. And crush you. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so sorry we missed a week. We couldn't oh, it was too hectic to organise mm. and we didn't do it. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Uh, but, but the, the no. Halloween episode was like a double bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, exactly. It was double strength. Yeah, um, you needed a break so, from us. <laughs> yeah, were um, well, the stories good? I missed it. You should listen to yeah. it. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, I will listen to it, but she you won't. can <laughs> tell me whether the stories um, were good stories, or not. We actually yeah. all got chills from Lucy's story. Yeah, and I told Lucy's story, and it gave me chills as I was telling it, and I'd read yeah. it about four we times. Like, <laughs> okay, um, I'll listen to that one. one. Uh, we did. The problem was beer was involved, which I think. Oh, we've got beer in the office, and we haven't got one. I'm all right for a beer. Yeah, I'm all right for a beer today. Um, but uh, yeah, we had we recorded in my house, and we had beer, and beer does naturally prolong and parking. Yeah. the recording and parking. Yeah. Well. Oh, you did love that parking, didn't you? Yeah. I, I was going to make you a whole tray of it. Bloody hell! But yeah, <laughs> but um, what didn't I have? There was one thing I didn't have, and a I was tray? like, I'm not buying a, a whole. Tray. No, yeah. no, it, <laughs> you know what it was? It was golden syrup, and yeah. I was like, I'm not buying a whole. It's pot expensive golden, golden syrup. syrup. It's not even the cost. It's just like I know I won't use a whole thing. Although yeah. I did it, that previous ten, I did actually. You just stick your finger end. in. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's I'd danger. Spoon. Yeah, I did yeah. that a lot when I was a teenager, yeah. which I think was why my teeth were so bad growing up. For the American listeners, parking's like a super dense, sweet. Like a ginger cake. Meatloaf, yeah. Like, did we talk oh, about this? Those are two did very different meatloaf? things. Yeah, like in, in terms of like its consistency and yeah, its appearance. Maybe. But it's but it's cake. But it's cake, it's yeah, it's sweet cake. Cake, and it's, ginger cake. It's dense. Um, sweet, dense ginger cake. Um, Golden syrup is molasses. That's what we'll I don't think it is molasses. I think it's closer to... Molasses is like uh, treacle. Yeah. It's like black toffee yeah. treacle. Yeah, after the sticky... The disaster. The sticky disaster. Yeah, that was my last from episode. From call, episode. A callback. Callback, yeah. Um, so, what is the mood? Oh, do we do we have any corrections, first of all, or anything we want to 
say. <laughs> no, no I don't think so. No. I, th- I think I thought of something from the Halloween thing Did you? afterwards, and I said, oh, I got that bit wrong, but I don't think it really matters because it's about ghosts and that, so... Oh, yeah. You can't be wrong wrong about them. On a made-up story. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Um, Just creating new law. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, That's what I always think about watching Buffy. I've been watching Buffy recently. Mm -hmm. And that whole thing about vampires having that ugly face, they just made that up, didn't they, really? Yeah. I guess other people had been quite ugly beforehand. I mean, true. Okay. They've been ugly vampires but before. I don't know. Any, I, I mean, like, Twilight just before. decided they sparkle. Yeah, like, yeah. that's, yeah. See, that's I, ridiculous. The sexy yeah, vampire stupid. thing is, like, that's the, the first reinvention, isn't it? Yeah. Is it? Like, oh, yeah. it? I suppose, like, Nosferatu wasn't sexy, was it? You're not that sexy, <laughs> no. no. Unless you're into that kind of thing, which <laughs> some people are. You're into are. counts. <laughs> 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 you might have had a banging bottom today. You don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was skinny, wasn't he? Nosferatu was, like, copyright infringement, isn't it? Because they wanted to make Dracula, but they couldn't get the rights to it, so they just made Nosferatu. Is that what happened? Yeah. So it's almost identical. So well, huge parts of it are. Bottomless tub of knowledge <laughs> welcome to my tub of tub, knowledge i don't know what else i don't know rice from. was the worst vampire drawn yeah because all of us were hot and horny but couldn't fuck ever what, what's uh, really I, weird don't, is I don't i didn't the local partake. library like the leeds little library which is oh, basically yeah. a post box of books in it mm. yeah um they've got loads of vampire chronicles stuff in there and they're all the editions that i had when i was a teenager uh, and i almost took some but i was like no they're they're not good they're <laughs> like they're good. terrible and then the other day i walked past it and I was like, oh, you still can't tempt me. Uh, and then when I got home, the, I read an article that it was the 25th anniversary of the film, Interview with the Vampire, yeah. um, like yesterday or something. Oh, so was she the original writer of that? Yeah, in the yeah. 70s. That, well, that was just catch-up of... We'll do our spin-off period. podcast, okay, The yeah. Tub of Vamp- Vampiric Knowledge. <laughs> yeah, Tub of Vampiric Knowledge. <laughs> like, rather than that book, Vampire, that Buffy's given with all the yeah. knowledge of vampires, yeah, it's episode. just a tub of tub. knowledge. <laughs> one episode just, like, per vampire piece of, of media. Yeah. 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 What? Oh, yeah, that would actually be really cool. I bet that exists already. Someone analysing yeah. every vampire. That's actually quite media. a lot as well to get through. Like, you've got, you've got one hour to get through the entire of True Blood. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's true, actually. That's a lot. And also, no one wants to, not True Blood specifically, but no one wants to consume the entirety of one <laughs> vampire thing just to then have to do the podcast. Just for an hour's yeah, worth for an hour, of being yeah, material. Exactly. Um, what's the, the mood then, Rick? The mood of mine is like. Um, just like curious, like cu- Ooh, a curio. Ooh, there's a, a bit of disaster in it, but mostly oh and it's curious a bit, disaster yeah there's a bit a good of morbidity in it it's Ooh. the title is tay tay on tour okay interesting uh, mine the mood of mine is um interesting mm-hmm. we'll be <laughs> the judge of that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a, a little bit sad but generally light-hearted mm-hmm. well i guess we're doing yours first mine then. it is sad but it's not um like you're not gonna cry or anything it's okay. fine um and I don't know what the title is, uh, so forget that. So Ooh, deal with it. I'll tell you what I'm doing. I'm doing a really interesting thing that I should say this week and next week. Um, I'm doing two parallel stories that have crossover points. That are oh, two separate stories. yeah. Cool. Yeah. So uh, if you don't like this one, you probably won't like next week's. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. No, am I joking? Um, so this is the story of Tonya Price. Mm-hmm. Does that name ring a bell at all? No, a little bit, but only because my mind said Tonya Harding. Interesting. Tonya Harding, I Tonya. Yeah. That's why that's what I was thinking of. So I don't know who Tonya oh. Price is. Okay, no. So it's funny you should say that because 
because I've misread Tonya the Price. title. No, no, yeah. <laughs> uh, no. Tonya Price is, is Tonya Harding. So oh, okay. her name's Tonya Price now, but um, her did name she used marry to be, or just change it? She married. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, she. So yes, this is the story of Tonya Harding. Mm-hmm. Um, do you know how much of this do you guys know already? I a reasonable amount. Yeah. Have you seen I Tonya? Yeah. I've not. Okay. I know that she's mental. Well, 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 you know, from the trailer I've seen the film, <laughs> she see it like we know she's that crazy. Margot Robbie is mental. Yeah. <laughs> in the film, <laughs> in the film. Yeah. Um, so this for you, Abigail, will be just a revisiting of what nice. you already know. Mm-hmm. Nice. But for, for for you, Rick, this could be an education, an exciting sports story. Yeah. So I really wanted to do a sports story because I love them. And now that Ethan's not here, I can do them all the time. I keep forgetting that. Like, why can't you do um, them when Ethan was here? Well, just that he would do them often as well. Oh, okay. So we'd both. I didn't want to clash with us both doing sports stories because I people... notoriously hate sports. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. This but, is a good one. Just a quick interjection. Did you watch Little Miss Sumo? No, I haven't watched it yet. Oh, but I am going to watch good. it. I, I might watch it tonight. That. Actually, it's only twenty minutes long. Oh. Oh, then definitely. Yeah, yeah. it's really good. Um. So yeah. So the story of Tonya Tonya Harding. Mm-hmm. Um. So she was born in, on the on November the twelfth. 1970 which, which is today, today. yeah like, like your first <laughs> thought was astrological sign and I was impressed with the date yeah. um, so it's actually the so day the that we today. This, which is wild yeah when so, she, so what year was she born 1979 no, she was born in 1970 1970 so she would be 49 49 yeah happy birthday Tonya yeah. um, so she was born in Portland Oregon and raised by like primarily by her mum um, so her mum and dad had a really like tempestuous relationship mm. and in the film which is generally accurate there's a few places where the film isn't accurate but m- most of it's generally accurate or Tony says it's accurate mm-hmm. um, um, her, her mum is really difficult right. so um, and it, that's a kind of a theme of this whole story really but um, so her dad leaves when well they get divorced when Tonya's 16 um, but her dad leaves a bit earlier than that. Um, her mum's really strict and abusive, mm-hmm. like maybe like only old school abusive, where she smacked her across the face. Um, yeah. But still, that's that, abusive. Yeah, but I think even <laughs> when parents did give the kids a quick smack, I don't think you smack them on the face, like back of the yeah. legs or the ass. Yeah, it, yeah, she was really beat. Like her mum beat her sometimes, yeah. oh, like bad. in not a good way. Um, so <laughs> not, a not, not a good way. Yeah, she beat good her in a not a good way. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, but I mean, obviously back then it was a bit more common mm. than it is now. Um, but obviously, yeah. Um, and she was extremely tough on her. Um, so she enrolled Tonya in ice skating lessons when she was four. So mm-hmm. she showed a, na- a natural um, aptitude for it, and her mum. Mm-hmm like enrolled her and really she shouldn't have well not that she shouldn't have been on the ice at that age but mm-hmm. normally kids aren't on the ice at four of the age of four but um yeah but tonya was um and she spent most of her like young life training mm-hmm. um because her um her like early coach was like oh actually not only was she young she started young but actually she's incredibly talented mm-hmm. and she had a lot of like drive to right. succeed which I think was probably instilled into her from having an abusive parent who the longer she could have blades on her feet the safer she would <laughs> probably, be probably yeah, yeah. Um, like no you go ice skating ma'am like yeah. oh, you don't have no. to like, <laughs> yeah. I've, I've got my boots on now <laughs> yeah 
Um, but the mum would stand at the side of the rink and mm. shout stuff at her. Often. Rip their heads off her dolls. So, and yeah, basically. She's like a pageant <laughs> mum. Yeah. Like yeah. For ice skating. But yeah, yeah but like yeah. for a discernible talent. Yeah. <laughs> Not just. Yeah. Not just being like, moderately yeah, attractive. Yeah. Making your child. Wearing a lot of makeup. Wearing, yeah. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> Putting your five-year-old in false eyelashes. Yeah, in a swimsuit. Uh, it makes your skin crawl, doesn't it, actually? Yeah, it really yeah. does. Yeah, it's horrible. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, the mum was called Lavona. Um, so she was a single parent mm-hmm. for a lot of the time and she really struggled to support them because um, she was a waitress. So all of Tonya's costumes, which have to be like these special fancy costumes, mm-hmm. she had to like hand sew um, for her because they couldn't just buy the ones in the special skating shops. Um, so yeah, so she ended up being like an exceptionally talented skater and um, she dropped. She actually just dropped out of high school eventually and just focus entirely on skating because Mm -hmm. she had a lot of talent and because her mum was so incredibly pushy um she there's always something about her that the judges didn't like Mm -hmm. um so you can look at it a lot of different ways so um you might say like her costumes weren't quite up to scratch yeah and back then it was like the world was like um the world of skating figure skating was like you were supposed to be like in, in the US, for example, you're supposed to be like the American dream, you know, like yeah. the perfect yeah. person with the perfect family. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tonya was like considered trailer trash. You know, she wasn't trailer trash, but like yeah. she was considered trailer trash. Was, yeah, basically a class prejudice. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so they never liked her. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the judges, I think if the judges were to, de- to defend themselves, they'd say like maybe some of her conduct didn't seem unbecoming of a nice skatress yeah and just like maybe she like she was technically exceptional like the stuff that she could do on skates a a lot of the time none of the other people could do or some of the other people could do but yeah like (laughs) forward roll yeah (laughs) but she was like she was just like exceptional technically it was interesting Um, about it is like obviously it's a real woman's life and it did get made into a film mm. but if it never happened, you would just be describing a good sports film. Yeah. Where yeah. like, oh, yeah, they're not given a chance even though they're really good because yeah. And that's got why it's crapper. really it's incredible to watch because mm. like you're watching it and like she does this amazing thing and she'll get like a technical score of six, I think, which mm-hmm. six point zero, which I think is the a top, top score. Yeah. Um and but then for the for the other things for like her flair or I don't know what they call it, but like, yeah. you know, like and her finesse. How fancy you are. She'll get yeah, yeah, she'll get like much lower scores. Dressage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um so uh yeah. Um and there's like a moment in the film where um she it is actually true, although it didn't happen in this exact way, mm-hmm. that um the judges criticized her uh, or gave her a bad score and she like kicked off at them and was like um, like I don't have five grand to spend on fancy costumes and stuff yeah. like that. Um, but anyway, what whatever the reason they didn't like her, they thought she wasn't the right fit for mm-hmm. the sport. Um, but she continued to compete, and she was, like I say, technically exceptional. Um, so she climbed the ranks in the U.S. Figure Skating Championships between uh 1986 and 1989 and she won what was called uh the skate america competition in 1989 Mm -hmm. so she was like a real rising star and this was when she was still really young um she 
she's still known as the first American female figure skater to land a triple axle jump in a competition, mm-hmm. um, which happened in 1991. Um, and she won the ladies single title at the US Championships in 1991 um, so if you want you can still go on YouTube and watch the watch footage of her around. doing that and yeah. it is it's not just the triple axle jump because to, to people like I think it's three it's like, an, a it's like Tony Hawk's 900 isn't it maybe yeah I don't know. <laughs> uh, but like to a to a layman watching it you're like oh that's impressive but you, yeah. you know like you don't know how impressive it is but actually just the rest of her routine's incredible as well like all the other stuff that she does all the different pieces of her routine mm-hmm. are like amazing to watch and she's um, doing it in like a burlap sack just yeah, like. <laughs> yeah pretty much. no her costume just to, in I overalls mean, or something. to the untrained eye her costumes look fine yeah. like but she rubbed the judges up the wrong way from day one as well because she a lot of them would be competing to like the music was mozart or you know something really like grand yeah. and classical and she she would choose like zz top or whatever you know like um something fun and interesting yeah, <laughs> yeah. like something with a bit more energy to it well y- that you would think mm-hmm. but they, the judges just didn't like that they at the time like, it wasn't the man with a monocle that pops out like, everyone's yeah, against, yeah exactly um so yeah so she'd she wasn't the first person ever to have achieved the triple axle jump but she was the first person to have done it in a competition mm-hmm. uh, first woman to have done it in a competition um but since after 1991 she never managed to do it in a competition again so she tried it a number of times mm-hmm. and she never landed it correctly um and there are a lot of reasons why that might be so she became she got too like, much junk in the trunk no, <laughs> no. <laughs> although that is one thing they do criticize like a thing. she's yeah, really like muscular a, yeah. or she was really yeah. muscular and people would they would call her fat all the time because she didn't look i mean like she's clearly she's now. yeah a can a competitive athlete there's no yeah. way yeah, she was ever going to be considered be fat, fat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly but yeah you could easily be too heavy yeah. just yeah. from muscle mass but it wasn't so. it wasn't that um, and actually if anything having those muscles probably helped her mm-hmm. do do those kind of um, jumps and stuff but um she i think the press scrutiny got her a lot got to her a lot mm-hmm. so people really started to like be like who is this weird wild figure skater yeah. like competing um, it's obviously extremely tough competition and her mum was still like being extremely overbearing as well um, but actually she realised later that the skates that she'd been using um, had been mounted incorrectly so like one of them one of the blades was slightly off what? which can make a ton of difference like yeah. I always try to mount my own skates and it was a sideways yeah, <laughs> yeah basically. <laughs> I forgot how to skate so. yeah um, yeah, so it, it makes the world of difference, and it, obviously, when you compete at that level, even a millimeter, it's yeah, really, really makes a minor difference. stuff, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. So, in um, but in, but nevertheless, so she had a few bad competitions, but then in January 1994, she won uh, the US Championships again. Um, so what was so what's really interesting at this point is she had this rival Nancy Kerrigan. Mm-hmm. Um, who have you heard that name before? Vaguely, yeah. Yeah, I think it's because it was like. Is she, I feel like that's the name of like a daytime television host. Now. Oh, yeah, she might be now. Yeah. I don't know, but um, they. So I think because this case became so famous in the nineties, these these names are in our heads somewhere. Yeah, like deep they've down. Been, yeah, we've seen different. Well, they like referenced on the Simpsons of, or yeah, something, and exactly. you never really know. South Park probably yeah. as well. Oh, you don't you don't watch South Park, do you? I really no. think you should. You would love how much it, it like takes on religion yeah. in a way that 
it's too much of it. I can't, I can't go back. People. I can't go yeah, back. Can't. It's like football. Yeah. I keep meaning to get into season, season one, one of that, football, but yeah. it's <laughs> 150 years old. I think they are on like <laughs> not being recorded. Yeah, I think they are on like season 22 or yeah, three now. Or something. It is a lot. Yeah. but well, like you don't have episodes. to have watched the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Like I could tell you where to start, and you'd mm-hmm. like it anyway. Um. Oh, and actually, there's someone Netflix. You should actually watch someone yeah. on Netflix, but you can do it if you want. Nancy Kerrigan. Um. So she was a rival skater. They were actually like not friends but they knew each other quite well they were friends like they knew yeah, each other quite well they shared a room often when they were in competitions and things mm-hmm. like that they were the same age obviously um so nancy kerrigan came from kind of a similar background so she was always perceived as being posh um but actually like her her family are like blue collar workers and her mm-hmm. dad worked two jobs um, to support her career and she did always have the fancy he was gear. A, a brain surgeon and a pilot yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um but um yeah so she she's actually from a not too dissimilar mm-hmm. background even though it's often told differently um so 1994 uh kerrigan and harding are like rivals mm-hmm. everyone's like who's it gonna be um, and there are a few other people kind of up there but those were the two main ones that everyone yeah. had their eye on um and uh kerrigan had got a bronze medal in the 1992 olympics um where harding had failed um i can't i can't remember what happened with the olympics never mind um but something fucked up at the olympics can't really remember what it was i think maybe the pressure got to her mm-hmm. or something oh that might be when she at one point she she broke a lace before she was due to skate right. and she just couldn't complete the routine because her lace was broken which doesn't seem like a big deal but obviously but if you smash your ankles i guess i mean yeah it becomes a career ending problem well just even just like you probably can't get the grip on the ice mm. without your shoe being done up properly. that's probably like an old old ice skater's curse isn't it maybe maybe that's it yeah so um yeah so um people kind of saw harding as as the underdog mm-hmm. and kerrigan as the favorite um during the time that Tonya, during the time that Tonya had had a few bad years, mm-hmm. she was also married to this guy called Jeff Galuli, um, which I'll no, love. nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> he changed it later on. Well, um, you would, wouldn't you? But yeah, but yeah. Check Galooli. out my Galulis, Galulis. I don't know what the origins of that name are, but it's not just Jeff Jeff Galulis. Jeff Galuli. Galulis. Maybe it's French. Um, so yeah, so. Uh, she had this abusive ex-husband so mm. she'd been married to him he'd been abusive she'd left him um, and they'd broken up but they still were on speaking terms mm-hmm. um, and um, yeah um, what? so one one day four days before the um, well, let me think four days before the competition yeah and six weeks before so Four days before the um, skate, US figure skate championships, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, um, and six weeks before the Olympics, oh, yeah. um, who they were both favourites for, um, Nancy Kerrigan was um, like kind of like backstage after training, mm-hmm. um, and some a man clubbed her on the knee with like a collapsible baton. Oh no! Yeah, um, and it was like a. 53 centimeter asp telescopic baton um which i don't know that's really what is, but that's know. a big baton yeah 53 centimeters um and it hit her just above her right knee 
and she didn't break a leg which was good but she bruised it enough to not, to not be, able be able to, to compete, compete. Yeah. yeah exactly um so the fbi ended up looking into this which i find a bit much mm-hmm. but fine um and um it turned out that um there was a guy called oh what was his name I've got it. I've I've written this down in different. I'm telling it now in a random order that I hadn't written it down in. So <laughs> apologies. There's so many that names and dates in this thing. Um, Sean Eckhart um, was a friend of Jeff Galuli, mm-hmm. so the ex-husband. Um, this guy Sean fancied himself as like a kind of bouncer, security guy yeah. to Tonya. Um, even though Tonya no didn't really him like to do it. That. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what a creep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but you can imagine like from where they grew up with nothing going on, Tonya being a successful like, yeah. figure skater was prob- probably attractive. People just fought to her be like Yeah, exactly. Um so as it turned out, um this guy Sean had hired um a guy whose name I have not written down. St- something stamped. I'll come back to that. Um and uh, who was like a bit of a well-known, not not a hitman or anything, but mm-hmm. just a bit of a thug. A you know, like yeah, yeah, you could hire him to like fuck people up, which is what happened. So apparently, um, uh, this guy had got in touch with this hitman guy's uncle, um, and this guy was only twenty-two at the time, mm-hmm. um, asking if he would hurt someone for money, and then um, they said uh, it involved slicing her Achilles tendon oh no yeah and he was like oh. no I'm not gonna do that um he said basically I'll just injure her enough so that she can't skate yeah um, which he did um and it's quite when you watch the film if you watch the film or if you read more about the case mm-hmm. there's a lot more like twists and turns to it um but essentially it was tracked down very quickly that um it was uh it, well it was traced back to Sean Eckhart mm-hmm. who then said oh Jeff Galuli it, it was, was Jeff Galuli's it was idea Galuli. yeah it was all Galuli Galuli's the mastermind <laughs> yeah. behind this um, and then the interview- like so you can't just make up false people <laughs> your statement has name. to be truthful <laughs> at least make it plausible yeah. um, but uh, yeah and so and then when the FBI brought in Jeff Galuli he was like yeah uh, Tony knew all about it and what? Was, had been involved yeah. with it from the start she picked out the baton yeah, 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 she went baton shopping. Um, so Tonya Harding always says that she um, had known they were going to send threatening letters to her, mm-hmm. and actually Tonya had received one herself that I think it turned out later was from Sean, the weird bodyguard guy. Um, and I think like he, cover. Yeah, it seems yeah. like he was like making a case for himself to be her protection and she didn't skate in one competition mm. yeah. yeah because she received a threatening letter extortion <laughs> yeah exactly yeah definitely um and yeah so she thought that that was what oh she claims that she thought that nancy kerrigan was going to get one of these threatening letters mm-hmm. but there are some things that suggest that she might have been more involved mm-hmm. so she um the fbi went through her bins and found a piece of paper that in her in tony's handwriting with all nancy kerrigan's training times on it right so it kind of suggested that she might have been involved with the planning mm-hmm. although i don't think necessarily that that's conclusive yeah she might have just at all. like there's all sorts of reasons why you might want to know she could be inspiring to find out what her routine exactly. is yeah, yeah exactly um and although um tonya never um explained that 
or anything, mm. which which just sound incriminating. Anyway, it all obviously went to court. It blew up. It was massive. Like she was stripped of. In fact, not yet. In a minute, mm-hmm. um, she was so, stripped. She was stripped. Yeah, yeah, in court. Yeah, in court. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she ended up pleading guilty to hindering the prosecution, mm-hmm. which I think is harsh anyway yeah. like what were her lawyers doing to have ended up with her getting involved you know like actually having like a criminal case brought against yeah. her um uh but that was because she um had known about the, the who did the attack afterwards and not told anyone, and not told anyone. yeah exactly mm. stitches so, get stitches exactly. that's why she knows yeah so the prosecution reckons she was much more involved um anyway mm-hmm. um but they accepted a plea bargain basically uh, because it included a felony charge which meant that she was sentenced to well she had um three years of supervised probation 500 hours of community service um a hundred thousand dollar state fine uh she had to set up a fifty thousand dollar fund for the special olympics um and she had to reimburse the police uh the prosecutor in fact um, it seemed for like ten thousand dollars. Obscene. Yeah. Money, yeah. yeah like, well, that's obscene amount of money. Like, no matter how w- successful she is, she ain't going to be that. Yeah. Like, and also she and wasn't like, that sponsorable as a weird skater. punishments. Yeah. That like community, right, community service and time served, but like you've got to set up a charitable foundation for the special for Olympics. Special Olympics. Like, yeah. Why? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, I mean, it would be it would be nice, but. The punishment doesn't fit the crime, does well, it, really? Unless... And it gets worse. So, um, she was... The main kind of... the All of that stuff she wasn't bothered about. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, she was obviously bothered, but yeah. she was just like, I can deal with that. But the last thing that the judge said was that she had to surrender her membership of the uh, US Figure Skating Association, which basically meant she couldn't she skate, couldn't skate yeah. again. Um, why is that the... Ju- how does, how judge, does a judge have power over that association? I have no idea. <laughs> like, I can understand I mean, if they said, I suspect, we are going to kick you out of yeah, this. I suspect they were couldn't wait to get rid of her. So yeah. maybe they could afford it. You know, like, maybe she couldn't afford it. But she, like, in the film, in court, she's like, I'll do anything. I'll do prison time. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't know about it. I'll, you know, like, like I'll, I'll do whatever you want me to do, but just not that. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, figure skating had been, like, all she'd had her entire yeah. life. Um, so yeah, so then she and it was as simple as she was literally barred for life from skating. Um, so there's some things that she could do relating to skating if she wanted to. Ice hockey. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like, um, basically, the US Figure Skating Association runs so much stuff in the US that's to do with figure skating. Big, that, big skating. Yeah, it big skating, America, exactly. Yeah. Big but skates. even the things that it's not directly involved with, it's tangen- tangentially involved with. So, uh, like, the war in Iraq. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> 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 but, like, if she couldn't, like, she could have coached people, but she couldn't have gone to competitions yeah. and stuff like that. So, but you can coach, but you can't go on the ice. I mean, literally, yeah. Like lots of weird that, caveats. Yeah. yeah. So but you have to be facing the other way. Yeah. You're yeah. not allowed to Fly talk folded. to any of the mums. <laughs> yeah. Like. You have to be in disguise. Um, so obviously, she became like incredibly famous from that. Mm-hmm. Um, she after that, she worked as a welder, a painter, a metal fabrication company, um, a That's hardware sweet. sales clerk at Sears, uh, which is an American department store. I think. It's weird that she went from like 
um, you know, relatively elegant sport mm. to being like, I'm going to get into like hardware. Like that's what well, that, that's I think, my thing like, now. That's the kind of stuff she really loved actually. Yeah. Like um, from being young, she smashing was smashing things and breaking and was, things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, breaking kneecaps. She just yeah. loved. <laughs> um, she yeah. So she was kind of like a keen mechanic mm-hmm. and a, like a hunter and stuff like that. Turns um, out the only thing she couldn't fix was her career. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. What? Um, <laughs> Why did you do that? So mean. <laughs> um so yeah. Um and she faced someone called Paula Jones, who I didn't look up, in a celebrity boxing match in uh, two thousand two and had like a bit of a boxing career in two thousand three, but nah. yeah, it wasn't like um amazing. Um and then this film recently come out, yeah. which has like attracted a lot more interest in her. She's still an exceptional skater, even though mm-hmm. she can't compete anymore, and she's told to compete now anyway. Um, and yeah, and I think we're in an age of like rede- redeem, like looking at those people who we demonise so much, like in the nineties especially, mm-hmm. and realizing that actually, like, it's those people; those are real people that you know, like, aren't necessarily a national joke, yeah, <laughs> an international yeah. joke. Um, so uh, the story is more complex than just yeah, exactly. She took out the composition, yeah, because she may or may not have took out exactly, the composition, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I'm um, excited to see how where the connection is, like how it intersects yeah. the next week's story. Yeah, I have no yeah. idea. Yeah, is it? Oh, I don't want to guess because if just I guess right, got you can all guess. of her stories from now on will be about someone having their knees taken out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I I think it's it connects via the guy that Sean Eckhart oh. I think he might be the person that Courtney Love he claims that Courtney Love paid him to kill oh, Kurt Cobain oh, no it's not oh, oh. it's like early 90s it's around the same time yeah. well, I guess we'll do that one yeah. sometime yeah. yeah we'll do that one yeah. Um. so yeah so the film's really worth watching I think mm-hmm. Alison Jenny <laughs> won a or was nominated for a Golden Globe she should it. be in everything she does. Yeah, she's she, so she's the mum and she's fucking she's, horrible. She's yeah. um, <laughs> like the female J.K. Simmons, isn't she? Yeah, yeah, like they yeah, just I look like yeah. each other. They're oh, a couple they? in something, and oh, they, they look and yeah. behave Juno, very. Juno, yeah, Juno, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, they look really like each other and behave very much like each yeah. other. Yeah. Uh, and like, yeah, they're both very good. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So she's exceptional, and uh, yeah, it's just an all-round good film. It does. I still think. I still feel like the film does poke fun at her a little bit, mm. um, and especially in like a trailer trashy kind of way. That's yeah. like, oh, look at her. Um, and actually, the apparently the abuse that's in the film isn't isn't actually as bad as what she really went through, right. which is really grim. Um, but and it's still quite hard to watch. Yeah. Um, and it's just a really unusual film. It's really worth watching. Yeah, so I'll check it out. Um, yeah. Um, oh, and there's one more thing I had to add about Tanya Harding, which was she, oh, it's just about she's also price. Twelve she feet got married tall. Again. Oh right. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and she married quite like a nice guy who does something normal. I can't remember what his job was. Um, and Assassin. She seemed quite happy. <laughs> yeah. Um, Knee surgeon. He, um, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Turns out he, he can along. fix her. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Good. Good one. Thanks. Nice, nice one. one, mate. Cheers. Uh, I think my story is quite short because it's only one page of notes. That's good because I went really off on one this week. I just really love that story. So that's just interesting. Yeah. We should do more sports stories, definitely. Yeah. Mm. And you guys should definitely watch uh, Little Miss Sumo. Yeah. Well. Like, um, it's just about this woman in Japan 
in Japan, um, you can't be a professional female sumo like after the age of sixteen. Oh. Like they, you can practice sumo in school. Yeah. Um, but then once you finish, they don't allow women to continue it in any kind of way. What? You can on the you can compete on the world stage. There's like a world oh. women's championship, but of course, like it doesn't mean anything if you can't be the champion in your own country. Yeah, and also like it kind of deters women from from even get get into the international stage Um, but it's really good because she's really adorable and really funny Um, and it's a really short documentary that's like watching a a full sports like docudrama like it's got all the peaks and troughs but very very quickly Um, Um, while we're here as well Losers um, on Netflix Losers yeah it's a documentary about people who have um, oh the people who come second yeah yeah yeah, which is really good, but there are, it's like there are a lot of women on it that I don't want to always go about on about women, but there are a lot of women on it who have really overcome adversity in one way or another, yeah. or like f- they've been discriminated against in in something, or you know, in some cases attacked. Although this story wasn't on it, yeah. Um, but it's a different story. But um, a lot of the men that are on it are like, oh yeah, he got all these opportunities and he didn't make the most of them, which I do find a bit annoying. Or like they were just very good, but then. They weren't quite good enough, and it's like I I get what I get what you're doing, but like, could you not find any cases of of men who'd been discriminated against? Like, there, there yeah. will be plenty of cases. Yeah, of definitely. Also, really. you know, a gay guy who tries to compete in something, or like, I don't know. There's probably loads of yeah. examples. Basically, any sport that's got um, that is practiced for amateur reasons, mm. when amateur just means rich people can do it for fun, yeah, yeah and then exactly. professional reason means someone must be good enough to do it. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah. Okay, so this is called Tete on Tour, which I realize will only make sense at the end of the story, so be excited for that explanation. Um, So um, it's in 1883, so ages ago, um, (laughs) and the Dr. John Struthers, his real man, um, he uh, works at the University of Aberdeen in Scotland. Fancy. He's really into Charles Darwin, like massively into Charles Darwin. Um, he's a comparative biologist, so like he, he looks at the inner workings of animals to figure out how they have evolved. Mm-hmm. Um, and he'd set up a museum. Oh, sorry, he'd set up a zoological museum um, at the university to like really promote Darwin's theories because they're oh, just wow. all kind of 
you know, people weren't fo- people either couldn't understand them, mm. or because the Victorians were really into romanticism in nature, mm. they couldn't comprehend that nature is like a horrible place where animals oh, yeah. just fucking kill each other, and that's all they're really interested in. I have quite a Victorian attitude though to nature. Yeah. Like I don't want to hear about animals eating other animals, or like you know, like carnivorous plants. When people are like, oh, you have got look yeah. at my Venus flytrap, I'm like, honestly, bin it. Like I don't want to see that. I had a Venus flytrap for ages. Did you? Yeah. Did you actually? That's quite impressive. It flowered. Yeah. Did as it? Well, yeah. They're really hard to look after as well. People don't realise. But... Like, bizarrely, it grew, it grew really, like one very long stem <laughs> that was really, really tall. Um, it did it did die because, like you said, they're really hard to keep. They're not, yeah. They're not. Yeah. But I, did, I would catch flies and purposely... Oh, you fed it? Yeah. <laughs> well, I just thought, what are the chances of a fly landing on that? It's got to be yeah, zero. True. Like, yeah. its mouth was... When it's like leaves, mouth is open. Yeah. It's only about the size of a Did penny. you catch live flies and... Oh yeah. yeah. Whoa, brutal. Mm. Nature's cruel. I know, I mean, really <laughs> being cruel. Um, so yeah, Struthers, right? So we're well, we're not in media res because I've already started the story, but yeah. he's performing at a section on a humpback whale. Ooh. Um, the whale is forty-five feet long and weighs twenty-nine tons. Whoa! As he cuts into it with these big knife mm. <laughs> I can't remember it was a big scalpel like yeah, his oversized yeah, comedy it? scalpel it's little, yeah, it's like a it's sword or something yeah. <laughs> um, like it makes a mess like it's in it spill out yeah. everywhere oh. um, on the floor around there's a scatter someone had put down a scattering of sawdust oh, <laughs> to catch any mess um, but yeah it, um, it's not enough to absorb the massive amounts of effluence that comes out of the mm. whale um, which ruins the evening wear and top hat that he is wearing, <laughs> um, as well as splashing on the nearby military band that are there Oof. during the the dissection. I bet those uniforms are really hard to clean as yeah. well, especially in those days. Particularly with whale blubber all over yeah. them. Um, so yeah, and actually quite a lot of it splashed onto the paying audience that was watching him in the Dundee I mean if you're paying you're paying your money you want to be in the splash zone yeah so yeah yeah it's like Sea World (laughs) so all these people get splashed Um, and also this is in 1883 in December in Dundee so imagine how oh yeah it's a December so imagine how cold it is and people have all come to this (laughs) this scrappy (laughs) hide to watch this whale get chopped up Um, so yeah he was like doing it in front of a paying audience with a live band and it wasn't his his choice so what had happened is uh, a few weeks before that the humpback whale had been spotted in the Firth of Tay oh right um, I think a Firth is just a Scottish word for like an estuary, estuary. yeah, yeah. Um, crazy aren't they yeah um, and, like, people were going mental because they'd he- they'd heard of whales yeah but it was very rare that, uh, that you taught you your commoner could ever see a yeah, whale. Yeah, I think that's yeah. fair because you'd have to go out on a boat. Yeah, to to have seen one. Um, um, yeah, so people are going crazy in Dundee, like yeah. running down to the shore to be like, "Oh, let's let's go look at the whale. Let's go look at the whale that's you know in the canal, whatever." Yeah. Um, it's really because it was a really unusual event, but it was particularly unlucky for the whale because <laughs> um, I mean we already know what happens to it. <laughs> yeah, but, um, Dundee was one of Britain's whaling capitals at Oof. the time. Oh, so bad timing. Bad also, quite a lot of Arctic whalers um, 
had finished for the season because obviously it gets too cold in the, uh, the Arctic to continue hunting. And a lot of them, like, oh. take their break yeah. in Dundee. Oh. <laughs> so not only is it, like, pre-built for whaling, lots of people who love killing whales oh, are there no. when it rocks up. Oh. Um, so, yeah, they immediately decide, oh, well, we need to go and hunt it then because it's, yeah. it's favourable seasons and whales bring in a lot of money. Um, so on New Year's Eve... Um, 1883 or maybe 1882 I wasn't really clear a lot of my sometimes I read a story and it passes over into the next year mm. and then I'm not sure when the event is supposed to be yeah. at that point yeah so now when what you're reading is actually vague and you have a few questions and you're like yeah. what I need is a precise timeline exact what dates. happened and when yeah. Um, so yeah anyway they they hunt the wheel uh, hunt the wheel hunt the whale um, on New Year's Eve like finally cornered it um, and like they harpoon it and fill it with shot and stuff mm. um, but it escapes yes like he got away I mean we um, know where it ends yeah. up anyway so it's not um, going to be a happy story but they were like we've, we've got it he, he's dead there's nowhere that whale's escaping now and a week later some fishermen are like out on the firth and they see what they think is a boat when it is in fact um, the whale and these fishermen drag it to it's dead it's yeah it's dead yeah. it's dead they oh, drag it onto the shore um, and like where I got this story from it's like all the bars and pubs in the local area started having booming trade because people were like travelling to Dundee to see, to see yeah. like a big fuck uh, off you, whale I would though wouldn't you yeah like, like no people go to the National History Museum going on, I'd be like sorry I'm off I excuse me yeah if yeah. someone said there's a whale in the Leeds Liverpool canal do you want to oh go God. down and you'd yeah. be like yeah let's go I'd be like get a pint get have my phone ready a meal deal yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway yeah Struthers our scientist mm. he wants to take the whale away for examination and for dissection so there can be some value from its yeah. you know death makes sense um, he thinks it's worth studying but he is outbid for it um, by a local oil merchant mm. named John Greasy John Woods. <laughs> so I did Greasy John. Greasy John. In, yeah. So he's this guy's called Greasy John. Oh, I've known a few Greasy Johns in my yeah. life. Yeah. Oh no, sorry. He's not Greasy. He's Greasy Johnny. Oh, even worse. <laughs> it is a bit worse. Um, yeah. yeah. So like, he, his names tells you everything you need to know yeah. about the character. But aside from the fact that he's actually an oil salesman, mm. um, an oil merchant rather, he's mm. you know he's a, a greasy kind of salesman. <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Greasy Johnny, I'm going to refer to by his nickname, not his full name for the rest of the thing, paid, in today's money, £34,000 for the whale's carcass, um, which obviously indicates like how valuable it yeah. is to him, because he's obviously going to make money from it. Mm. Um, and it said like he dragged it to his scrapyard some miles away with, um, like I think he said, like a crew of 20 horses, and it took him 20 hours Whoa. to dr- just like drag it to his scrapyard um so yeah once he got into the scrapyard um basically he charged people to come in and look at it um and get like commemorative photographs with the whale Uh, it was like blowing people's minds um and it said that a quarter of the entire population of dundee had paid to see the whale at some point and obviously people went multiple times because they're like oh you wouldn't believe it I must have made so much money. Yeah. He, oh, yeah, he's making bank. <sighs> I wish we could find something like that. A big whale. Yeah. Struthers is... So, he's annoyed. He's like, oh, you know, I wanted that for scientific reasons and you're just getting your money out of it. Mm. Money's worth out of it. Um, so, he strikes up a bargain with Greasy Johnny and Johnny's like, look, you can come and dissect the whale miles away from the university in my scrapyard so long as I can charge people 
to watch you do that. Mm. Uh, which is like, well, all right then. And he's like, also, any parts of it that I will need for my business, remove and give it to me, like the ambergris, I guess. Yeah, they love that, don't They're they? fucking mad for ambergris. That, that's what makes perfume, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It makes some perfumes. I don't yeah. know if it's all of them. Not in Lush, because they're vegan. No. Um, I was trying to think of something like awful they could put in, but it would break the fundamental principle oh, of the rule like, that they're vegans. It's like not. It's like, like human ambergris. Yeah, ambergris. <laughs> oh, I'd, episode that'd title. Be right off. Ambergris. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so this is, is like dissecting the whale, um, and preserving the value parts, but. It, it's like being out of the water now for a couple of weeks and even yeah. though that it's freezing cold temperature um it is starting to rot and yeah. just dissolve and die and people are complaining that they're going and what they're seeing is like just a lump of tissue that they can't Ooh. really figure oh, out no. what it's supposed to be i mean that's capitalism isn't it exactly yeah. like yeah well it's just like oh okay greasy johnny's got a plan <laughs> he's he still right. wants to wet his beak um oh. So what, <laughs> what Johnny does is um, understanding that its value is deteriorating. Mm. He um, artificially stuffs the whale to ah. to give it back some All semblance right. of yeah. its previous shape. Um, very entrepreneurial of him. It is. And then he tours Scotland with it and the north of England oh, wow. for a couple of weeks, showing it around, being like, here's the whale we caught. And yeah, like business is, is absolutely booming yeah. struthers is still annoyed because basically he's still not getting the chance to dissect it yeah when he was promised yeah eventually like um greasy johnny's like right i'm coming back and like once I come back you can do your final dissection and you know we'll we'll just be done with this will mm. at last um so it's on a train it gets back to dundee and um struthers is doing his final dissection or one of his final dissections and he's cutting into the head um and while he's cutting into the head, um, they discover a human body. <gasps> what? Yeah. <laughs> so oh nice God. little bit at the end, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so what's happening is, like, uh, humpback whales just have uh, baleen teeth. Like, they just have, like, little, oh, they're yeah. like, strands. Yeah. So they're mostly plankton and some small fish. Yeah. But what had happened, uh, they've discovered later, is that um, someone who was homeless had snuck onto the train and seeking warmth Aww. stuck snuck into the whale and then not being able to get out and suffocated and died oh but yeah God. obviously struthers is really cutting up this grim. whale and then suddenly and there's, there's a, a human body in, in it and he's oh like that wasn't there when i sent it away <laughs> like why is this here now um so yeah like that that they just solved that crap like the yeah. crime it's just a homeless like it's yeah. just a homeless man yeah. um you know it's yeah. not the, no one did a crime yeah greasy johnny didn't kill anyone <laughs> no. and be like put him in the whale very i'll send a mess he's sleeping with a fishies now <laughs> and struthers like they're actually mammals and he's like <laughs> yeah. shut up struthers yeah. um yeah so like in the end um greasy johnny and Eddie phil of the whale and it was rotten and falling to bits anyway so he just gave it to struthers in the end oh. um and it took him in total three years to fully dissect and clean Whoa. like whale cankers because they're so big yeah. um and like the way you have to clean and polish their bones and reassemble them like take so long and yeah. you have to like let them parts of them naturally rot away mm. um oh. and the bones of the beast which became known as the tay whale which is why it was tay tay on tour ah. um you can still pay to go in well you can go still go and see it but what? you can go and see it for free 
um, yes. because its bones uh, are now on show in the McManus Museum of Dundee, ah. um, which I wanted to call the Mac M Anus Museum, <laughs> but I forgot That's to do what it. It's called. So yeah, my favourite McDonald's order. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the Mackey's Anus Museum. <laughs> So that's wow. the tear, tear, the tear whale. I've never heard that before. Oh, that's, re- that's really interesting story. I, 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 I can't. I ended up finding it like on a list of un. I think it was like a list of unusual to- things that have toured Britain. Oh, so there's nice. some like good stuff on there. I think yeah. there's some stuff we'd actually done on the. Well, stories. I might have to refine it because <laughs> yeah. it was weeks ago. Um, but I'm certain there was some stuff we'd done on the podcast before, like mm. unusual things that happened in Britain. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I thought that was just quite good. That's good. And then when I found out the thing about there was the dead hobo in the, yeah, uh, even I added to it. Oh, and I love you, it. You go see it. Dead hobo yeah. just D- tops off any story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we could call the episode "Dead Hobo" or "Ambages." Yeah, <laughs> there's something we said right at the start as well that I thought was good, but we'll see. Listen, the listeners yeah, will listen know before it. we yeah. do. Yeah. yeah. Um. Cool. Nice one. Any corrections, Abigail? Uh, just confirmations, really. So, Kirsten Dunn's character in Interview with a Vampire is called Claudia. Uh, Shane Stant was the name of Shane, Shane Stant. Yeah. yeah. Sears is an American department store chain. Great. Uh, and Tonya Harding's actually been married twice since her first marriage. Oh. But her current husband, Joseph Price, is a heating and air conditioning worker. There we go. And apparently huh. she sometimes do- goes on construction projects with him. Oh, she's nice. a real hands-on gal. Yeah. yeah. So when she worked at Sears, she said that often men would be like, um, I need to speak to a man about these tools or whatever. Yeah. And she like always proved that she knew way more than Yeah, but like, no, I, I've that. got one stuck to my penis. So <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I want to see a male doctor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, cool. Right. Yeah. So... Uh, let's do thank yous. Okay. Mm-hmm. So thank you to producer Jada, who isn't here today, um, but may or may not be editing this episode, depending on how busy she is. She's got a new job. Mm. So A, congratulations, and B, mm, well done. maybe thank you. What's a new job? PR. Mm, PR. PR. Yeah, it sounds quite hard as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure she can do anything. She can do anything she yeah. sets her mind to. Mm. Um so she'll be good at it. She's like a social anyway, media star she as well. Is. She's so. an actual influencer. Yeah. So uh, Yes, so thank you to the listeners. And thank you even more to the listeners who subcri- subscribe to our Patreon, uh, which is... I, w- I wouldn't say at this point paying for this or anything. anything. <laughs> what it is doing is paying the money that i already owe you guys from the company (laughs) (laughs) um so if you value this in any way even the smallest amount um if you could help us out financially we are so broke yes how much is the lowest tier again two pound thirty and like for the american listener that's like three dollars three dollars that's not even a price of a coffee probably in america i can't really remember how much it was in america uh, but I, I do remember somebody saying the British, an American saying the British coffees are really expensive. We have to import it. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah. Um, from Starbucks yeah. in Seattle. Um, where, where the beans are grown. Yeah. On the hill, yeah. on the hillsides of Seattle. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool. If I said everything, oh, just follow us on social media. Um, so at here's a crazy story on Instagram. Jada's been doing some really good stuff on Instagram. Um, and at the overtake on everything else. Yes. Yeah. Cool. That's it. 
Thanks. Formal goodbye. Bye. Informal goodbye. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.